The college baseball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group chat and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, yeah. Listen to Kenny Chesney there. That's something that just does not happen twice. Like I predicted, um, and of course, I didn't really handicap the games, to be honest. I just gave you guys gut reactions on yesterday's podcast. Um, Sorry, I'm fixing my mic if you just heard a big boom. But got to address it. The official card yesterday went 0-5 after a 14-3 day picking college baseball winners. Like I said on the podcast, um... On a normal day, it's very hard to follow up that great day. And on a day that I specifically mentioned to you guys that, hey, I didn't do any extra research on these games, didn't know anything about the pitchers, I kind of expected a letdown day. You know, as a gambler, um, been with SGPN for five and a half months now, did a lot of college basketball, a lot of college baseball, you know when to bet on a letdown spot. And I knew when to bet on a letdown spot when it came to me, and it happened yesterday. Lost five units. We're still up, um, I believe, uh, I think we're up a unit since the conference tournament started. Um, But uh, overall, yesterday wasn't too terrible. Most of my wins were just on the heavily juiced favorites, of course. That's just typically how it works. So I didn't give them out, but I gave, I picked them on the podcast. Let's run through the the games yesterday that we covered on the podcast real quick. Um, like I mentioned, 0 and 5, minus 5 units. Can't get around it. Just going to pepper it into your brains. Worst day we're going to have on this podcast. The non official card picks actually went 5 and 2. So overall on the day, we went 5 and 7. Um, one of our official plays, Arkansas, they were minus 125 on the money line against Florida. Um, they just did not show up uh, really at all in this SEC tournament. And you know that happens sometimes with teams that think they just have it all wrapped up and they have it all figured out. But Arkansas, honestly, with their performance in the SEC tournament here, they probably dropped out of the national host conversation. They lost 7-5 to to Florida, who I actually still don't even think they are 100% fully committed to playing in this SEC tournament either. Um, the next game was... Southern Miss at minus 165 against UTSA. They lost to the Roadrunners of UTSA. Meep, meep, 7-6. That game was final. Um, Virginia, minus 120. They lost to Notre Dame by a score of 3-0. One of our official plays, Cincinnati, plus 100, who had previously beaten Tulane in the conference tournament. They lost to the Green Wave by a score of 13-5. Then our parlay pick 
both both of our picks in the parlay actually lost outright. Um, it wasn't a very good day for parlay picks, in my opinion, but all the other juicy favorites that I picked on the podcast ended up winning, and these were the two that I picked that lost. So Vanderbilt, they were minus 160 against Kentucky. Uh, the Cats ended up winning that one pretty convincingly. And the other pick in that parlay was Texas Tech, who was minus 165 against Kansas State. Also, the Cats won 6-5 to five there. Um, Old Dominion, they were minus 150 against Charlotte. I really liked them, just a little too juicy for me, so I just chose not to bet it. But Old Dominion won their game against Charlotte. Um, Wake Forest, they played against Miami, Florida. They kicked the crap out of Miami, Florida. Minus 120, that hit. Um, minus 120. Davidson lost to VCU in the Atlantic 10 tournament by a score of 7 to 2. That was a little surprising to me. Um another one of our official plays TCU minus 105 slight underdogs against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State ended up winning the game 8 to 4. Um minus 165 Arizona in the Pac-12. They won against the Sun Devils of Arizona State at minus 105. A dog that I liked on the podcast and I said I really liked them. And I actually didn't even include them in the final segment. I don't know if I forgot it at the end. But minus 105, Louisiana Lafayette. I don't know if they still go by Lafayette. They basically just have cut that part from their name. And I'm not engulfed in the South to know if it's still Louisiana Lafayette or not. So just Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they lost to South Alabama. Or they won against South Alabama. They crushed them. 9-1 to was the final score. Um, then North Carolina beat Virginia Tech, who I actually bet as well. Virginia Tech was minus 145 there. North Carolina crushed them. They shut them out too. And then the final game of the night that was out for our early betting podcast was Tennessee, who's minus 220 favorites against LSU. I went back and forth on that game, but ultimately picked Tennessee, and they won that game 5-2. to two. But it was a very good, tough challenge for the Volunteers. So that was very good to see, and the park actually showed that they are human. The park swallowed up a couple of their uh, hits. I know there was one specifically by Lipscomb that me and a lot of people in that park thought got out, and it actually didn't. So that is uh, that for the uh, slate of games. Now, again, I am not feeling well. Uh, my allergies hit me like a storm yesterday. I'm just an allergic tornado with all these tissue papers flying around so if that if my voice bothers you and i have a few sniffles throughout this podcast i apologize but it's just the way it is i gotta tough it out for the postseason grind like i said we would have uh podcasts for every day if i could have i would have skipped yesterday and after yesterday's performance you gotta come back the next day and you can't ghost i can't ghost you guys after that terrible performance so I'm back at it again, and I have some games handicapped for you guys here. But before we jump into those, I have to tell you about WinBet. Make sure to get down on WinBet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. The match is coming to the Wynn, and they're playing on the Wynn Resorts golf course, which is very cool. You can also bet that on the Wynn bet 
app. Uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are teaming up. They're the favorites to win the match at minus 200 against the newcomers, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes at plus 165. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to get started today. The college baseball experience is also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for some of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, the number in points a player scores in basketball or the number hits a player records in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from 2 times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason that we're all excited to play the over-under game on Sleeper is that it's the only app where you can join your buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where you can see and copy your friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game have fun with your friends and make some money. Um, our code, I have to scroll down on the page because they put it so low. The code is SGP MLB to go get your uh, discount on Sleeper. We'll save the Manscaped ad for later. I know a lot of guys like that Manscaped ad, but we got to get to picking some of these games. The first game, or let me let me preface this i i did it on the last podcast i need to do it again because if you some of you guys are tuning in for the first time today you have to know what my betting strategy is for these conference tournament games and it's a good warm-up for the ncaa tournament some people say oh betting on the conference tournament games doesn't really do anything because these teams aren't going to play for the uh they aren't going to go 100 and play all out for these games well that is true but the way that they're going to pitch in this tournament, you have to pay attention to what pitchers pitch in what games for them because sometimes in an NCAA tournament regional, you have to play five games to advance through, and you have to pay attention to what pitchers fall in order or in their pecking order to be able to bet those games during the weekend next weekend. Duh. So anyways, the strategy is that the strategy we're discussing for today um, – <clears throat> Most teams that we're discussing today have already played three games, and they've used their weekend rotations already. So before the last three, four days we've been betting on these conference tournament games, we had calculated guesses about starting pitchers. Now, when we're looking into that stuff, we're kind of wasting time. Now, I do have a couple of starting pitchers that I have a great educated guess on, and I will give those out. But on some of these, it's just kind of useless to even guess on. And that's why we have to pay attention through this week to know what they're going to do next weekend. That's when it really matters, and we're going to learn this week. Um, they'll be having – most of these teams are either going to have bullpen games or they're going to be throwing freshmen with like 15 innings pitched all year. So preface out of the way, let's get into some of these games. We're going to cover in depth three of the conference tournaments, the last two Power Five conferences. I'm going to run through my picks there. And we also have a couple of picks from other conferences on 
this American book that I'm looking at currently that's offering these games. They're the originators. Once they put out their lines, other books, they tend to copy what they're doing and add a little bit of juice on both teams favoring themselves. So I feel like this book gives us the best price for your money. And personally, I can't promote it um, because I respect the win bet, our uh, presenting sponsors. But when you find a couple of numbers that are similar to the ones that I'm giving out, that's the book that I'm referring to. Now let's get into the SEC tournament at 5 o'clock-ish. Texas A&M will play the winner of this opening round game at 10.30, or not opening round. This is a elimination game at 10.30 a.m. The 11 seed Alabama, who's 31-26 and 26 on the year, 12-17 and 17 in conference, will play the 7 seed Florida, who's 37-21 and 15-15 and 15 and 15 in the conference. Florida opens up as a minus 120 betting favorite. Bama at minus 110. Bama is 42nd in the RPI and 7-16 and versus the top 25 in the RPI. Florida is 22nd in the RPI and 8-5 and against teams in the 25-50 to 50 range in the RPI. Alabama has a team batting average 278, ranking 135th, and Florida is scoring 6.7 runs per game, ranking 114th in the nation. Bama has scored seven runs, or Bama has scored 17 runs in three SEC tournament games, and they are playing for their NCAA tournament lives. The Tide are the more desperate team, and they shoved it, or they showed it by dropping six runs in the first three innings against Texas A&M's ace Nathan Detmer yesterday. I'll take Alabama to win this game at minus 110. And for what it's worth, I think Texas A&M's offense is too good and Bama's bullpen will be too depleted. So the Aggies should get a W in that second game tonight between these teams. Um, Then the second SEC game of the night. No lines are currently out for it, but at around 8 o'clock-ish tonight, Tennessee will play against either LSU or Kentucky. Last night, Tennessee beat uh, LSU by a score of 5-2. But for this first game, Kentucky, they're the 12th seed in the SEC. They're 35-25 on the year, 12-18 and 18 in the SEC. And they're playing against the 4-seed LSU Tigers. They're 38-19 on the year, 17-13 and 13 in the SEC. They'll play 40 minutes after the Florida and Alabama game. Kentucky is 54th in the RPI and 11-11 versus the top 25 in the RPI, whereas LSU is 21st in the RPI and 3-9 versus teams ranked in the top 25, 250 range in the RPI. Kentucky's two-win SEC tournament appearance will fall short, I'm predicting, as LSU demand dismantled the Wildcats once by a score of 11-6, but it was truly 11-3 for most of that game in the tournament. Tied for 60th in the country, LSU uh, owns a 293 team batting average and is 22nd in scoring with 8.3 runs a game. Their home crowd will aid them here as I take LSU to win against the Cats, but no lines are currently out by the time of this recording. With the same reasoning as A&M, but also with the fact that Tennessee will trot out, trot out their starter Chase Burns Chase Burns or Drew Beam to pitch tonight. I like Tennessee to advance to the SEC championship game. Whew. Um, I need to take a water and take a drink of water because I am just speaking over myself and ahead of what I want to say. Um, 
a little off my game. I got the sniffles. Um, allergies are just kicking my ass right now. Um, in the American, we're being offered a game between the uh, uh, being offered a game at 9 a.m. between Tulane and East Carolina. East Carolina opens as minus 170 favorites and Tulane's plus 140. ECU is coming off a run rule victory against Cincinnati and a valuable day off. But the Green Wave won two of three versus the Pirates in the regular season and have scored 22 runs in their last two American tournament games. I'll dabble with Tulane plus 140 on the money line here. Like I said, quick one on that one that we're being offered that game. I wanted to hit it for you guys because it begins in the morning. Um, we now head over to the semifinals of the ACC tournament where at 1 o'clock p.m., the 8 seed, North Carolina, who's 36-19 and 19 on the year, 15-15 and 15 in the ACC. They're playing the 4 seed, Notre Dame, who's 35-13 and 13 and 16-11. and 11. Notre Dame's minus 135. North Carolina's plus 105 on the money line. North Carolina is 6th in the RPI, 8-14 and 14 versus the RPI's top 25. And Notre Dame is 8th in the RPI and 5-6 and six versus the RPI's top 25. It's absolutely how... It's absolutely crazy how hot the Tar Heels have been right now. They are 14-5 and in their last 19 games, but the Tar Heels are going to fall short here to the Fighting Irish. I predict they, the, Notre Dame, they have the better offense than Carolina and 90% of the country. Notre Dame has a team batting average of 300, ranking 33rd, and scoring 8.3 runs per game, ranking 24th in the nation. Not to mention the Irish will start Austin Temple, who's 4-1 on the year with a 325 ERA, 71 strikeouts in 25, 25 walks in 55-1. Holy shit. In 55.1 innings pitched. For what it's worth, the Tar Heels I'm projecting will pitch Connor Bovair, who's 5-4 on the year with a 538 ERA. Bovair has 43 strikeouts on the year with 30 walks in 46.1 innings pitched. Bovair walks too many guys for me uh, to get comfortable with him. So give me Notre Dame as minus 135 on the money line. That will be my pick here. Um, Also, the next game in the ACC starting around 5 o'clock-ish, the 11th seed, Pitt, who's 29-26, 13-16 in the conference, will take on the 10th seed, NC State, who's 35 and 20 on the year and 14 and 14 in the conference. NC State opens at minus 195 and Pitt is plus 155. Pitt 65th in the RPI 3 and 2 versus the top 25 through 50 RPI range and NC State's 33rd in the RPI and 30 and 3 versus the top 25 to 50 RPI range teams. Uh, I grabbed the wrong stat there because Pitt is 65th in the RPI. Come on, Noah. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. While I look for that one, um, we're going to give out the pitchers that I project for this matchup. Pitt will go with Logan Evans, who's 4-7 and seven on the year with a 693 ERA, 49 strikeouts, 15 walks in 63.2 innings pitched. <clears throat> A big stat here is his opponents are batting 309 against him. So, NC State, they'll be starting Cannon Silver, I project. He's 7 and 1 on the year with a 350 ERA, 58 strikeouts, 13 walks in 64.1 innings pitched. Cannon Silver seems to be like the go-to guy for uh 
NC State out of the bullpen. He comes in and leverage innings, and then he starts a lot of these games for them either on Sunday or in the midweek. So that's what I'm kind of going off of here. I I think that's an it's better it's better than a wild guess. It's an educated guess, but I'm not as confident in as in it as I am for some of these other games. Now we're going to look up NC State's record against the top 100 in the RPI for you guys real quick. Computer is going slow because I'm on Lake House Wi-Fi. Um, they are against the top 100, like 51 through 100 range. They're 6-3, and three, and through the 26 to 100 range, they are 9-6. and six. Uh, Pitt's RPI is still probably too low. They will have to win the ACC tournament to get an auto bid into the NCAA tournament. They may have gotten lucky against Louisville in their walk-off win, so I'm kind of seeing right through that final score. It's postseason time, and Elliott Avent has NC State on the Pac-9 Revenge Tour. Hashtag Pac-9 Revenge Tour. And Tommy White and his this wicked offense will feast off of Evans and the Panthers. Pac-9 are minus 195, and that is the pick. Um, the next play here, it's a quick one. Uh, the game starts at 10 a.m., so uh, if you're an early bird to this podcast, I like the way that Old Dominion's offense looks right now. With 33 runs scored in three Conference USA tournament games, I think they bounce back from their loss against the Bulldogs yesterday, and they take down uh, today's game, and then they will go on and beat UTSA in the second game today to win the conference tournament. ODU's plus 105 here against Louisiana Tech. And I would be taking them against UTSA as well. I think they'll probably be favorites against UTSA, though. So just be heads up for that. Um, if it's minus, if it's over minus 150, maybe just pick a game that you really like at the end of the day and parlay them. Um, before we get into some more games, we have the oh, Big 12 next. But I want to read you this Manscaped that Sweaty sack Summer is approaching, and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort Manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Um, it feels like gills for your groin, and they have even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family jewels, so let your bulge breathe and get 20% off shipping using the code SGP at manscaped.com. Uh, this is thanks to their Lawnmower 4.0, the best electric trimmer for the below the waist grooming. The trimmer offers skin safe technology designed to trim hair on, the, on loose skin. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the Boxers 2.0 touch your sack, they'll never go back. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one scoop of delicious AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, horror food. God damn it, that's five episodes in a row. Whole food sourced fooper, fooper. Holy shit! They need to fix this. This writing, I can't read it. It's it's too hard. It I, it's too hard. Whole food sourced superfoods. 
probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supplements supports your better sleep, and it supports better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, back to some of these games. We have the, pack, we have the Big 12 tournament beginning at 10 a.m. tonight so early birds you're going to benefit from this game because i like it a lot um we have a rematch from the opening round that a five seed in the big 12 texas who's 41 and 17 on the year 14 and 10 in the conference they're playing the four seed oklahoma state who's 38 and 19 and 15 and 9 uh texas opens at minus 145 and the cowboys are plus 115 on the under on the underdog side Texas is sitting 2-0 in the winner's bracket, and the Cowboys need to beat the Longhorns twice to go to the Big 12 championship game. OSU's pitching staff is depleted, but Texas, I'm predicting, will start Zane Morehouse, who's 3-0 with a 4.50 ERA, 33 strikeouts, 14 walks in 34 innings pitched. Look for this Texas team to play clean, defensive baseball, and have a few clutch hits to get themselves into the Big 12 championship game. I like them at minus 145 here. Also in the Big 12 tournament, around 1.30, the second Big 12 tournament game will be played between the Cinderella 7 seeds Kansas State, who's 29 and 28 on the year, 18, 8 and 16 in the Big 12. They're playing the 3 seed Oklahoma, who's 35 and 20, 15 and 9 in the conference. Uh, Oklahoma is minus 170, and Kansas State is plus 140 on the money line. K-State is 99th in the RPI and 5 and 18 versus the top 50 in the RPI. Oklahoma is 26th in the RPI and they're 22 and 14 against the top 100 in the RPI. That is a lot of RPI. Oklahoma, I'm projecting will start David Sandlin who's 6 and 3 on the year. Uh, he has a 5.70 ERA with 67 strikeouts, 25 walks in 71 innings pitched. Kansas State has already thrown their three top starters in this tournament, and with a terrible record against RPI's good teams, the Wildcats are due to be bounced by the Sooners here, who are favored at minus 170, and that's going to be my pick. Uh, rapid fire, Pac-12 picks here because. I don't see either of Stanford or Oregon State losing two games in a row to their respective teams they play, Arizona and UCLA. This could be an interesting parlay play at the end of the podcast um, for your interest in this game. Arizona is plus 135, Stanford is minus 165 favorites against the Wildcats, and Oregon State opens as minus 185 favorites against UCLA, who's going to be plus 150 in those two Pac-12 games. Also, my Big Ten picks for today are going to be Indiana in an upset against Maryland. Indiana, the Hoosiers are going to be pissed off after an extra innings loss against Maryland playing until 2 in the morning last night against my Michigan Wolverines. And in the same handicap, I like Iowa to beat Penn State 
after the Hawkeyes lost to the Nittany Lions in the opening round. I think Michigan and Rutgers will meet in the championship, and Go Blue will steal a bid, an automatic bid, into the NCAA tournament and make another Omaha run like they did in 2019. Only this year, they have one of the worst pitching staffs ever to do it. Let's go, boys. All right, so we ran through all of the games that are being offered to us on this early Saturday morning. Let's get to the official bets, but first, a word from IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all of your private data to your hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed for your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is, with the tap of one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. C-A-G-1, that is how you write an ad. I just killed IP Vanish ad right there. I killed that. Athletic Greens needs to get me a better script. That's all That's all I'm asking for. That way I don't have to go whole food source superfoods four words in a row. Just tongue twister. Tw- tongue twister city. No, tongue twister town. We're going with that alliteration there. Three T's, triple T. Now, we're going to... Let's let's get three wins today. Triple wins. Because <laughs> yesterday we had zero. Um, the official bets for today's betting slate. We have three very, very early games, so I hope you guys all listened. Because at minus 110, we have Alabama against Florida. At plus 105, slight underdogs, Old Dominion. I like them to beat Louisiana Tech and the Bulldogs. And at minus 145, Texas I like them to beat Oklahoma State. All three of those games start no later than 10.30, so make sure you get those in right away. And my last play of the day that I really like here is uh, Indiana as a Moneyline underdog against Maryland. Uh, There was one more that I thought I liked as well. Oh, that one was at 9 o'clock. That's Tulane plus 140. That's even earlier than 10 o'clock, like I mentioned for the other bets. So, like, my favorite bets of the day, and, of course, like, they're the early bird special, and those are the only games I can see right now, but they all are the they're the first four games on the slate, and then Indiana-Maryland, who will appear later on in the day. I like Indiana to beat Maryland there, but no need to fear. 
there are a lot of parlay builders on the slate that I like. So a lot of these come in the later games of the day where we have big favorites that should be able to win uh, kind of easily because they've given themselves the advantage setting themselves up in the winner's bracket where they have to be beaten twice and the other team has already used a lot of pitching to get to the spot where they are to play to get into their championship games respectively. So uh, the first one on the day is going to be NC State. They're minus 195 against Pitt. Uh, these are not in chronological order, by the way. Minus 180, I like Oklahoma against Kansas State as well. Uh, minus 165, Stanford against Arizona. Minus 185, Oregon State against UCLA. And another game that I really like is LSU to beat Kentucky, but there are no lines on that right now. So I really like them to win that game. Um... Hoover is basically Baton Rouge 2.0, but uh, I, I'll say this. My least favorite pick of these five is Oregon State because it should be sweaty, but I still th think that they will be able to win this game. Now for the moment you've all been waiting for. We are 6-5 and five on our podcast parlays after yesterday's loss, but today's, it should hit. I, I'm not going to say it will because then you guys are going to come at me and say, why did it not hit? But... I'm I'm thinking it it, it should I, I I it's a bounce back day okay we're going with a plus one forty money line parlay between NC State Wolfpack to beat the Pitt Panthers and Oklahoma to beat K State Wildcats both of them on money line plus one forty find it bet it because you are living the better. You are experiencing the better side of college baseball with the college baseball experience, and we have something great coming up. We are interviewing today, uh, later, we are interviewing Jonathan Mayo, who's the head writer and MLB Network's analyst for the MLB Draft. Jonathan Mayo, it's going to be great. We've already had him on the podcast in episode one. You guys have loved that one. That's our most listened to episode, and people are still tuning in to listen to Jonathan Mayo talk about some good MLB prospects and that's what we plan on to talk about with him even more in depth before this NCAA tournament is what players will be able to lead their teams to the promised land which is Omaha and what what players could be on your televisions in late June early July in the MLB draft so I already mentioned our going out motto, but you know what? It's so good. Let's say it one more time. You're experiencing the better side of college baseball with the college baseball experience. Follow me on Twitter at 77NB. At, that's the word 70, the number 7NB. And follow the show on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. That is on in the middle of TCE and SGPN. Thank you all for listening and supporting the show. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. Um, and let's go hit some bets. Uh, adios, amigos.